Hey everyone, I'm Rhino. I'm Ken. And welcome to Podcast Rangers, a Power Rangers podcast where two adult friends talk all things Power Rangers from 90s to now, comics to toys, and whether you've seen one episode, every episode, or you're just looking to get into Power Rangers, all are welcome to join in on the discussion here. So what do you say, Ken? You ready to get this show started? Oh, I suppose so. Well, there we go. Let's get going. Hello there, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me, Ken. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you for having me always. I, well, I was like, I was just going to say, I like how I always say, like, joining me, but the reality is I'm joining you because you set up these, <laughs> you set up the recordings and you are the one who set up this account. So, really, you're having me. Yeah, I set it up and yet it is listed as like number two. Yeah. <laughs> Because hey, I think hey. I set up an account for each of us, and I was like, hmm. "You'll always be my second favorite podcast ranger." Hey, thank oh, just right after myself. Uh, <laughs> so today's episode, um, we thought would be a little fun. Uh, continuing, we're trying to stay discussion based. Um, is we th- we were going to give our uh, top three favorite Power Ranger sidekicks from over the years, but uh, the kind of rule of thumb here is that they can't. They can't be a Power Ranger. They could have been a Power Ranger, but they can't. They can't. It can't be like Cam from Ninja Storm because m- half of the season he's a Power Ranger. Like he becomes right. the Power Ranger, right? So it has to be somebody that's like sidekick through and through. Um, before we get started, though, because, uh, you know, one big thing about this podcast that I thought was great is that, it, you know, people could skip around based on whatever we talk about using the Netflix, being able to watch every season, because <laughs> every season of Power Rangers has been available on Netflix for the last, like, uh, it's been probably at least five years. I'd say six yeah. years, maybe even. And it won't um, change. Never change. It's always going to be there. Never change until January 31st, 2021. <laughs> Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, what what a blow that is! It so only Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is going to stay on Netflix. So like, is it, I missed... whole, is it all of Mighty Morphin, or is it just the first season? No, I think it's. I, I'm pretty sure it's like whatever's branded Mighty Morphin. Okay. So it might not even be Alien Rangers. It might. Stop. Well, Alien Rangers isn't branded separately on Netflix. I don't think. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um on that uh i I mean i I could check really quick i guess but um i i know when they they were like shout factory released the the dvds and stuff like that it was branded separately but um i'm gonna write alien rangers and type it in now like a perfect oh it's branded separately (laughs) i guess there wait there is a way to open up the information page i believe on here and i think it tells you what's what's on here but i it's very confusing when you're on a um when i'm on my computer because i never see that available until date i don't i don't know like people uh oh here it is availability until 2 1 21 so alien rangers is going away Let's let's just do some investigating right now. I'm going to type in Power Rangers. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Here's the thing. I have a theory about this. Okay? Okay. I mean, this this contract is still... The reason why it's, like, on Netflix right now is because um, of the contract that was made with, like, Saban, right? Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so this just it just says Power Rangers doesn't have expiration date. So, uh, but Power Rangers lists seasons one, two, and three. Let me double check. Season three is going to be on here, and season three ends with uh, Wizard for a Day. That no, oh, I'm sorry, my screen was not expanded. I was like, wow, that's really bizarre. It ends with the Rangers becoming kids. (laughs) <laughs> that is so Could you imagine if that was where you your knowledge of power rangers ended well i was gonna say the the only other thing they could kind of do okay here's the weird part too the revision the revised season 
Hold on, let the, me see. Like right. weird one with the weird editing. Yeah, which I didn't realize went went like went up to thirty two episodes is going to stay on here. So I, I was going to say the Alien Rangers ends on that big cliffhanger though too with the um, with the uh, the power chamber or command center exploding well, yeah. and you'd be like wow that would i thought that was the last episode when i was a kid i was like emotionally damaged from watching that uh watching that but um i had yeah. to wash myself after watching i had to i had to take 13 showers in a I, row i messed myself everywhere um <laughs> i i think well, it's i it's crazy that, that you're right that why would they end on a on that episode but then well, also go ahead well so you you were saying like it's um about the contract like what do you what do you think this has to do with the contract aside if it was okay. established with saban yeah i i think maybe there's a thing where hasbro um might want might want a separate deal they might want to change the contract maybe netflix isn't interested in the contract i feel like netflix is going to stop um uh um what's it called um fran- franchise no when you like are pulling in the other li- licensing, I think they're going to stop yeah. licensing other material and, and they're going to, st- I think we are going to see this in the coming years on Netflix, that Netflix more and more will be about its original content will be front and center. And I think part of that is going to be like, this is probably a part of that because I know there's other shows that are leaving too, which is kind of crazy, but it's crazy to me that this is essentially I mean, how m- there's almost 30 seasons of this show on Netflix and they're pulling so they're they're pulling 20 seasons, more than 20 seasons off of the that's a big chunk of episodes. I mean, that that's probably like more than 600 episodes of a television show are about to leave Netflix, but my so my thing is well, I was going to say my theory is try so so Mighty Morphin Power Rangers stays on and um I believe every th- Ninja Steel forward so it's Ninja Steel and then Beast Morphers stays. I think that they are getting rid of the other stuff because when they relaunch, I think what's going to happen when they make either the adult show or the not for kids show and um, whatever happens after Dino Fury, um, when I think I think Dino Fury is going to be either that season is a launching point for a new series or I believe season 30, which would be the season after Dino Fury, will be the relaunch of the franchise. I think it is only going to build off of mighty Morphin, and they're going to pretend they're just going to go from there. It's going to be like a star Trek 2009 situation. Mm. Like when, when Vulcan collapses, it's going to be, we're going to have a scenario like that. I believe Kelvin timeline. My thought was that, okay, especially with what you're saying, where it's like a Hasbro Netflix sort of thing. Like Hasbro does have contracts with Netflix as of right now. Well, they have the Transformers stuff yeah. on there, too. So yeah. they're doing, uh, like, Netflix unique or, like, originating series. Like, they have three series or seasons of a specific show, right? The War for Cybertron or Fall of Cybertron thing. Um, but they also have, like, Transformers Prime, which was a show from a couple years, like, probably 2011 or so. Mm-hmm. Um That is still on there. Like, I just double-checked that. That doesn't have an end date like Power Rangers stuff does. Uh, same with like Transformers, um, Robots in Disguise, which was like a couple years ago. So those are staying on. I'm wondering if it's just a matter of like rewriting contracts and things like that. I mean, it's crazy because this comes on the heels of them also getting rid of the contract with Toy in Japan. So something is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you're you're right. It could just be as simple as them rewriting the deals of the contract. It could be. It really could be them being like, "We bought this just to make the toys. We don't care about the other stuff. We'll make the yeah. money on the toys no matter what." Like you, because clearly this lightning collection that's built off of all this stuff. Just the ironic part though is too is one of my friends just said his nephew just started watching it and has been like binge watching it. Mm-hmm. And I told him I was like, "Your nephew's," and he started somewhere in the middle. He was like watching Jungle Fury. And I was like, your nephew is going to have some hard times ahead because because of this. But the seasons aren't like, yes, you can buy them on like Amazon, like, you know, on DVD or from Shout Factory, but they're not like readily available. You can't just like like you might be able to find one at a store, but it's not like they're just everywhere. You know, periodically you could go into a Target or like a Walmart and find like a random season. Like I always thought it was so weird after 
having imported DVDs from Germany when Power Rangers was not coming out in the US, like I was in my undergrad and I was importing legit DVD sets from Germany so I could watch them. Um, and then I would like when they started to come out with the collector sets, I was like, dang it. Uh, but after I started buying my collections, seeing like those individual releases at a Walmart or a Target, and I was like, if I had only known four years ago that I could have held off just a little bit, I wouldn't have had to pay like $60 per season. Oh, I know. I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I was, because <laughs> huh. um, there were the days where I was like, will these work in my DVD player? I bought but, a special DVD player too. So I could play region uh, three DVDs. I am. I'm, I'm just, I'm disappointed. Like it, it, it sucks. I, I went through and bought um the, I was missing like the middle section. I was missing about five seasons. So I got those. And then I'm now missing just like all of Ninja steel. And um, I think like samurai, the first season of samurai and the second season of dino fury. So I'm missing dino supercharge samurai regular samurai i don't know i i'm missing some of the newer seasons but i was like i care most about those ones before before Nickelodeon. yeah i think well like i have the three shout factory sets that came in like those foil uh boxes i have um, two of those foil boxes yeah so i have uh i think what does that third one go up to um does that go up to rpm uh yeah yes the the foil boxes don't go into the nickelodeon seasons so okay. it's it, I have, RPM was the last Disney season. Um, I have up to RPM and then I have, I think I bought Megaforce and Super Megaforce uh, digitally, like on a sale on Voodoo. They were like $5 a season. And I was like, that's about worth it. Um, even, even then. <laughs> but uh, I like you and I were talking, I was like, well, I'm not going to rebuy those. And I was like, do I really want to buy Ninja Steel or samurai or anything samurai is a weird season because like half of that season is readily available and the other half is like super expensive and one of them was on blu-ray or something yeah i think i think the first season was the first try and it didn't sell as well so they just made the dvd but i'm it it's too bad because like i thought beast morphers look beautiful and it'll just i I don't even know if beast morphers is going to come out on dvd I doubt and that's it. gonna that's gonna be really upsetting to me because that is the first season in the Nickelodeon area where I where I was like I'll watch this season again a hundred percent. Um, but with that Power Rangers stuff, also you have uh, the other Saban stuff that is going by the wayside, which is uh, Beetleborgs and VR Troopers, as well as Ninja Turtles: Next Mutation. Those are all leaving uh, that same date. And I had I had been messaging you. I was like, I wonder if Ninja Turtles is going to be on that list because that's a weird one. That's like a one off that maybe that could have just like slid under. But that's absolutely leaving as well. Um, So it's all of those license things with Saban specifically. So I bought the. I feel like you and I went a little bit crazy just like buying DVD sets, but we've always been kind of like physical media people. I, I I am a firm believer that if you want to have it and you're all you want it accessible. Also, I think that movies are like art, you know, pieces of art in your house. Some stuff is good as a wallpaper on your screen and, the, you know, that's digital copies and that's fine. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. But I am a firm believer that if it's something that you always want to have available, you need to own it because <laughs> it's it's like this example of where it disappears or you think just because you bought it on iTunes means you own it. It doesn't. It could if iTunes is losing the license to it, you don't own it anymore. It goes away out of your library. I mean, if you have it downloaded on your computer, that's one thing, but you can't get it back if you didn't like so it's it's i also like like special features and i went to school for film school so i get that not everybody's like it but i hope to amass like a a, a library similar to similar to bell from beauty and the beast but with dvds well blu-rays i guess or whatever it is but i'm looking at um i'm looking at blu-ray.com and it does not have a it doesn't say anything about a re- uh no releases yet for beast morphers i'm going to be have, um... so sad if that doesn't come out they used to have TV shows on DVD would always tell you like this is announced as coming out. But then that TV shows on DVD got like folded into some other nonsense. So they don't do it anymore. 
but it was it was such a great tool to be like, okay, all right, these things of uh, Goosebumps are going to be on DVD, so I can get these ones. Did yeah. Goosebumps come out on DVD? Certain episodes, yeah. No, interesting. Well, it's the same. It's the same as like, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark is pretty much all out on DVD in Canada, uh, but not in the United States. You can buy it digitally in the United States and it's all out of order and it's a mess, but DVDs only exist in Canada. Well, this is a, this is kind of, kind of a, we've, we've gone way off topic now. I mean, not way off topic. It, it, it's just, it's really unfortunate um, because I really, 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 really wanted this. I, I like, I'm so if you are somebody who wants this stuff, like now's the time to buy it. I think. There's no, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee they're going to up the license with Shout Factory at all. So Hasbro could just be like, all right, well, that's it. We don't care. You know, we're a digital media era. We're a toy company. It doesn't matter. Um, and that, that honestly could be why Beast Morphus is not coming out. On, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to look for information on it, but I can't find it anywhere. So, well, um, it's, it's one of those things. It's we're recommending. Like, it's, it's not that we're kind of like on a tangent here, but it's, it's, we rarely get to talk about current event sort of things. And this is one of those things which could be pressing to some people. And the idea of like, we're not telling you like nine one one, go buy this stuff right now, but it's priced decently now. And if it's something where you think you might want it within the near future, get it before people start buying it and then buying multiple copies just so they can sell it later for higher profit. Because that's, yeah, the kind of collector market that exists. I know that even though I bought the three volumes of ER Troopers, the three volumes of Beetleborgs, you know, they were maybe $10 a piece, right? I'll, I won't have the fourth volumes of either of those because they never like fully or like release them fully or like widely. Well, we well, and that's the thing. We can't figure that out because there is a Facebook post about, which one was it? Was it Beetleborgs or VR Troopers? There was there was a Facebook post on Shout Factory that was like, we only have seven copies, seven copies of Beetleborgs Volume Two left, and once that's gone, it's out of print. And so I assume it did actually come out, but that and VR, it just seems suspicious that that and VR Troopers never they don't have those. So it's it is one of those where I'm like, uh, I never saw how. VR Troopers ended and I'm not 100% sure I saw all of Beetleborgs like I remember when the Astral Borg came in and that's why I'm like uh, do I want to like try and watch these really quick because I'm just curious and like someday I'll get nostalgic for it a little bit granted for me they're not they're not as good as Power Rangers or anything like that but it's still just one of those like they were on Netflix for a very long time and I had less of an affinity for them I have more of a stronger affinity for Masked Rider than I do. Not like if for nothing else, then I really like Common Rider. Right. But and I was like, wow, I could really get to see, you know, Common Rider Black in American stuff. And that show is garbage. But I would have liked a DVD release of that. But knowing that I wouldn't be able to necessarily see Beetleborgs or VR Troopers again. I might be morbidly curious years from now and be like, was that terrible or was that good? And now I can kind of go back to it when I decide to do so. Those DVDs are going to just stay on my shelf probably for a while before I even like crack them open. Except it's for funny that Mass Rider never got that release, you know, or Mystic Knights or whatever. Know. I mean, and, and that, Mystic that, Knights, I understand why that was only like a couple episodes or, or no, we talked about this. It was like two seasons or something. I yeah. think, but, um, but anyway, we've talked about this way too long. So let's actually talk about what we're talking about today, which is the best sidekicks, the best Power Rangers sidekicks through the years. We have each picked three. We don't know what each other's three are. So I'm going to let you go first. Give me one of your three. Mine are in no particular order. So you don't have to if you didn't rank them, that's okay. But just just throw me out one of your top three sidekicks in the uh, 26. What are we on to 27 seasons of Power Rangers? No. Sure. Twenty, I think I think Beast Morphers season two was the twenty seventh season, but I I just I can't think right now because now I'm thinking about all these DVDs and everything like that. But anyway, go ahead, go ahead. All right. So, and you had mentioned this at the start of the show, if you guys remember way back when, uh, twenty years ago when he started talking about this. Uh, mm-hmm. But they 
could not be a ranger eventually, but they could have started a ranger uh, previously. So my, well, the first one on my list is Billy uh, from Zio, where he essentially, he didn't become like a mentor like we hope he does someday, but he was essentially uh, another right-hand man to Alpha. Uh, a lot of the times taking the lead in terms of assisting the Rangers um, and Zordon over Alpha. So Billy is my kind of first pick for Stringer. Yeah. No, I I completely agree. I think um, I think I'm just kind of like bitter to the fact that like Billy wasn't that Billy took the step back, you know, that of all the people, it couldn't have been, you know, like Rocky. <laughs> sorry, sorry to all the Rocky stands out there. But I I just I, I I don't I don't know. It it always it rubs me the wrong way. I guess knowing the back behind the scenes stuff now, too, makes me not feel great either. But mm-hmm. um, but when I was a kid, I remember thinking it was the coolest thing in the world when Jason came back as the Gold Ranger, because it was like, un, you know, other than Tommy returning, but Tommy never really left, it felt like. So it was just one of those where it was like, oh, my gosh, they bring Rangers back and. You know, it, it was just that, like, I don't know. How long just, before they bring back so Zach? Yeah, well, yeah. And then they did that special. But Zach was in the special with Jason, so that was fun. But, um, uh, but yeah, it was... Um, yeah, it was, it was, he was definitely great. I mean, he created like powers for them and everything like that. I, I actually, I don't have him in my list, I think, because I just first and foremost think about him as a Power Ranger, but I accept your, I definitely accept your, your choice here. I mean, it's crazy. I don't know about you, but when I think about Zeo, I always think about a show that was very underlit. It was always so dark in that power chamber. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. Wasn't, wasn't head, that power chamber in the sub basement or something? It's like well, this is the power chamber below the power chamber. Yeah, but then when they invade the power chamber in Turbo, they're like, from my understanding, is they're like invading it on the same level, and you're like, wait, I thought it was underground. Why did the building rebuild itself if it's underground? Anyway, just Power Rangers logic, you know. For yeah. you, I assumed it took an elevator upstairs or something. Tommy but... also has a mansion where, in the basement, he can have uh, Dark Lords creating robot rangers. Right, that's a Tommy's house. I, I mean, Tommy's yeah, he, he he has he lives atop a Batman esque burrowing of caves and everything. Like, listen, if Batman can do it, the power yelling at his kid to pick up his bike. Pick up your bike. Pick up your stupid bike, JJ. Um. um I've got, uh, I've got obviously, you know, our favorite uh, fully functional automaton Alpha Five on there, the original, oh. the original sidekick, because I love Alpha. I, I, it's one of those things where I still think about that last episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers when the command center, when the bomb goes off in the command center, and they're like, you know, they're. Zordon's like teleport them out of here now and it's super dramatic and slow motion and they're like and they're like trying to take Alpha with them and he's like bye boop and teleports <laughs> them out and I'm just like I get so emotional because then he's in there and then like they're like they just left him um I do not like Alpha 6 whatsoever uh, I I right, just I hate it that was on the list of uh other ones when i was coming up with this and you're like do you want to include alpha six and i was like well i just made a list of everybody (laughs) well like also it's weird because then when alpha alpha six's voices voice changes in in space it's then like not i i'm like that's not alpha seven really right like it's it's i don't know it's it's so confusing but I think there's just something really special about the original Alpha. And he just had such, you know, for a, for a fully functional automaton, for a robot, he had such a big heart. And I feel like he teddy bear. was, he really, he had the teddy bear. Yeah. But he was like, Zordon couldn't, couldn't do what he did without Alpha. And I think about like, think about those moments when like this, the, you know, the first time the Green Ranger comes in and like, alpha is all messed up but then the second time alpha like catches he's like not this time and catches him in the you're like alpha alpha was the one who like started the reaction of being able to stop the green ranger mm-hmm. you know he's 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 a uh, he's an integral part of the team I, I i always think like and he's just the right amount of like sweet like he's 
like, I don't want to use the word goofy because he's like the robot that tries to understand humanity, but can't quite get it. So it's like funny mm-hmm. in that aspect. Like he just wants to be one of the kids. Um, and th- I don't know that they always, that was really just in the beginning. I don't think that really kept going later on, but it was like alpha was never to me like annoying. He was their cheerleader, you know, it was, but then like they make it out later to be like, there have been others who have been like incompetent and stuff, but alpha was never incompetent. You know, alpha was always trying to, if uh, if he ever failed something, it was an honest mistake or, or something like that. It's, or just logistically, that's what happened. It was never like him being an idiot. Right. Yeah. So that's why when they get to other, you know, mentor assistants and things like that, and they have them be these like bumbling jerks. Like, it's like, okay, well that's not really what this role is supposed to be. If anything else, like similar to the Billy thing, like they were, they're supposed to be there to, assist the rangers potentially give them new powers or let them learn about their powers or give them information or you know alert them of things like threats or or what have you and alpha was always that kind of window into that and being that kind of liaison between the rangers yeah. and zordon where zordon's like this omniant like being who's like no you cannot do this this goes against the rules and Alphas are just like, okay, but Rangers, you can blah, blah, blah. I think there's something beautiful too to how Alpha and Zordon complement each other too. Like with what you said about Zordon being this kind of like super wise sage like mentor, you know, but it, it, like who knows so much and has seen so many things, but he is kind of powerless at the same time because of the events that occurred to him and he's just trapped in that tube. And so, but then like, Alpha is that heart, you know, is that is mm-hmm. is his hands, is his heart, is the extension of Zordon. And it's just this kind of like great kind of thing, it's, I think. You know? It's interesting that, okay, heart is an interesting word, but it's also interesting the idea that Alpha is somehow more human than Zordon, who used to be some sort of like humanoid, you know, yeah, humanoid character that's just very interesting to me. Like he can have this personality that is um, fairly jubilant and interesting and, and unique. And he's just a robot. It's, it's very yeah. interesting. I, I should, we should have said before we started too that when we were saying like best sidekicks, we were saying like people that literally are in terms, like they are the like support team to the power Rangers. So I, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, you know, I don't want people to say like, well, why isn't, why aren't Bulk and Skull on this list? You know? And, um, because that's, for me, that's more of like allies or, or, uh, support, supporting characters, stuff like that, like where they are crucial and important, but they're not necessarily team members. Like, so, um, give me another one of your sidekicks, Ken. Well, Alpha 5 was on my list. So I'm going to, I'm going to take that Uh, one out and I'm going to throw in, Ben and Betty. Right. Really? I thought I, you just hated them. I, it's one of those things where like they grew on me later on and, and in having conversations about that stuff later on, it was less and less. The incompetence thing comes back up uh, where a lot of the times they come off as incompetent or bumbling or definitely bumbling. Or they come off as just like, constantly failing but they do things to assist the rangers they're still those sidekick characters and sometimes they are genuinely funny Mm -hmm. a lot of the times they have that humor that i don't care about uh it's not like that's the what were we talking about in samurai where it's like the farting and like the gross stuff it's the two the the them doing stupid stuff yeah or stuff happening to them it's similar to like the bulk and skull like you know, I, I would always describe Bulk and Skull uh, sort of antics to people as like, well, probably something's going to happen and they're going to fall in a cake or something or some chili. Um, and, Smoothie to the face. Yeah. Uh, like Ernie's going to drop a, a plate like he should not be carrying that plate of uh, smoothies around. We've learned Ernie should never be carrying a tray is what we learned from the juice. <laughs> always in the show. Um but that would be how I would explain Bulk and Skull. And I feel like uh, Ben and Betty definitely have that 
style thing. They're never like mean spirited at all. It just whatever they're trying to do, sometimes it happens to just, you know, explode in their face, Uh, which is interesting. Sometimes sometimes it's stupid. Other times they are genuinely there to assist. Uh, And I wasn't sure when we initially were talking about this, if the like beast bots even fell into that. So I, I lean heavily more into like the Ben and Betty sort of things because the beast bots, I think like they actually do field related work. Whereas the sidekicks, I don't necessarily think do. No, I, yeah, I think I would argue that the beast bots are almost power Rangers themselves. Like they are, they are like a B squad of Power Rangers, right? And not the bad, like not not form, yeah. right? Yeah, because they're like they they need them to make the Zord. They need them to be whatever. But I mean, in all sense of the definition, they are kind of sidekicks. But um, they're like a unique scenario, you know. So mm-hmm. um, you know, I I understand them being on the list. Ben and Betty, I actually did think about for a little bit because I was going to say that like. Even though they mess up a lot, there is a genuineness to them. It wasn't just for like a fart joke. It was like they really want to do the best. You know, they they were so positive. And sometimes they did succeed, you know, and that that's kind of the thing, you know, in the end, they did help them. And mm-hmm. I I I genuinely think they it if they had just been written down just a little bit it would have been so it would have been more it just felt like they don't really know how to enter in inject that sort of humor the way they used to you know it, it feels so forced sometimes but i would say well, of the, it seems the like more modern ones they're more they're natural. mixing different types of characters together like they're mixing the Vulcan skull yeah. with the alpha five sort of thing well it was yeah and it was like to me it's like they had three stooges on a superhero show like, mm-hmm. okay I, you know, it's a little, a little weird, but I do think that Ben and Betty are very charming, to be honest with you. I like both of those people. I, I think they, they did well in their role. And there was episodes like, I, I will acknowledge the episode when Steel, they're trying to set, um, they're trying to make the a date go well for Nate and Zoe. And they're like using those cubes to throw the clothes on them. There's a scene where they throw the cube and it bounces off of Steel and he's wearing a dress and Steel's like, the show could have went they their reaction genuinely had me laugh out loud because they were like when they turn zoe and she they throw the 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 sphere at zoe and she uh like has a yellow dress on and they're like oh my god she's beautiful like their reaction was like hilarious but i love that scene too because i love when um steel it hits steel and he's wearing like a pink tutu and his immediate reaction is sparkly i love it like i love because it's such a two second moment but their choices could have been to have steel react and go oh my gosh i'm wearing a dress oh no and instead he loved the sparkle he loved the color he loved the dress and i was just like what a wonderful message you have right there in these couple of seconds for you know you you have this one you know heteronormative couple uh you know because i still think that lgbtq uh characters are clearly severely underrepresented on a show that I would say has been showing has been pretty great about representing, um, you know, different peoples in different walks of life over the years. But for some reason, that is the one part that is never addressed, but whatever, that's a topic for another day. Um, but she, I just, I think that's a beautiful message. They didn't anyway, that's a, I'm a, I'm it's a tangent. But yeah, tangent. Sorry. I agree. Sorry. Um, well, I mean, like, and I, I think that leads into like the heart sort of thing that we we got to with Alpha. Like, I feel like everything that they do is for the betterment of something. They're they're invested in what they do. They have a lot of heart in what they're doing. They genuinely want to help people, and they genuinely want to help the Rangers. And they're doing things not to be ridiculous and not to be zany and stupid that's just their kind of demeanor, right? But they tend to be the heart of that entire corporation at that point, or like that military group or what have you. So that's that would be the one I would put in place of since we, we didn't want to repeat the Alpha 5. Um, so I am going to give you... 
my next one. Okay. Oh, okay. and uh, hold on. I'm just reading something really, really quick. Okay. So speaking of LGBTQ representation of on Power Rangers, this was one character that was supposed to be in, in that under that umbrella, but the, the scene had been cut in the season finale of the show. Um, mm. This character acts as both an Ernie and an Alpha 5 type character. And this would be Haley, the manager of the Cyberspace Cafe in Reefside from Power Rangers Dino Thunder. Okay, I I oftentimes think of Haley. I know this is so weird, um, but I liked her character because I, first of all, I like... I, I like when it's done right where the Rangers do have somewhere to go and hang out. Like I, I like the juice bar, right? I don't like the stupid frozen yogurt place in Megaforce. I don't care for, I don't know why I don't like that because I think these kids are so in shape. How are they eating frozen yogurt every day? There's just something that makes me a little angry, but like the, the, the cyberspace cafe was very fitting, you know, was, even in its time, you were like, nobody's going to call it a cyberspace cafe. Those are things from like years ago, like, a. uh, uh internet cafe but um she's super intelligent mit graduate she helped tommy create these these uh the dinomorphers um i i i'm looking at the quote on the ranger wiki where she says uh the quote was tommy may know stuff like dinosaurs and bones but a rocket scientist he ain't and she created like the battleizer the raptor cycles all this stuff like she is their person but also she is I mean, she helps them essentially in every step of the journey. You know, she watches out for them in in different parts of her life, uh, their lives and stuff like that. And um, I think she could basically be, I'd argue that she could be borderline a mentor, but I think Tommy really is the mentor of this season. So that's where Mm -hmm. she is really the sidekick. Um, And uh, I, I, it was, uh, Oh, it says that they they had a. I guess her character appears in Hyperforce, but I didn't know. But she's played by somebody else. But um, it says that Haley was planned to be revealed as a lesbian under the radar, of course, in the season finale. But it was ultimately cut for time. And I read what they said it was supposed to be. I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't want to quote it to be wrong, but um, I do remember hearing that. And they were like, "We just went for it. We just shot it." They said they had put the script through for approval. Nobody had said anything about it. They, they were like, I think they weren't paying attention and they filmed it. But then ultimately they had to cut like 45 seconds from the episode. And it ended up being like the line about her, like having a girlfriend or something like that. And I was like, that's such a shame. Um, Cause this, this show is, even though this feels so new to me, this is the 11th season of power Rangers. I think mm. 11th season, I could be wrong, but like the show was on in like 2004. This show is 16 years old. I, I, it's crazy to me, but, um, you think that, I, 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 yeah, I mean, it feels like it was kind of, you know, it wasn't long after that, that they did. I think like Disney channel has had a couple of like on good luck, Charlie, I think there's a character. Um, and then, um, there was a character on another show. Uh, so I, I, I don't know if it was Disney that ultimately was like, no, but, um, I, I think it could have happened and nobody, I think it would have went under the radar. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't something that was like super obvious, but I was like, Oh yeah, I could see that if they had said that. But um, I'm always, I've been a fan of the show. This is what that season, one of the seasons I just got because I was missing that section of the collection of the series. And I was like, I'm going to rewatch this show because I, I love Ethan and his figures about to come out. And um. I don't, I don't know. I want to rewatch it and be like, do I love this show or not? Cause I don't even really remember how it ends. Interesting. I, so sorry. I, I went on a rabbit hole while you were talking about the, like wondering about the LGBTQ stuff on here. And like, I guess that doesn't count. The green but ranger I, from dino charge says he played it as if he was gay, but I don't I like, I think he just said that for like, attention. That's a weird thing to, I guess like the, the most concrete thing is probably aside from like Trini and 2017 would have been like the two characters from beyond the grid. Right. Yeah. Well, no, that was the big deal. Yeah. Beyond the grid. Yeah. 
but that's again that's a comic that's such that's a niche part of a niche thing it's like cool thanks for that it's like it's like when Disney will be like, ah, okay, Beauty and the Beast is going to have two, uh, you know, gay characters. If they hadn't said anything, nobody would know that two characters were gay in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't count. You know, it, it not that doesn't count. That it's just such a swept under the rug. Like you want me to like bake you a lasagna for doing absolutely nothing? I don't know what that yes. expression was. I don't make lasagnas, but. <laughs> I all right. I've talked about Haley too much. Now you have to give us another one. Okay. Uh, so the last one on my list, aside from an honorable mention uh, and then a question mark, um, is going to be kind of a repeat, uh, but it's going to be Alpha, but from the 2017 movie. This is the one I was like, you might have a problem with this one. I don't know, but. I don't, I don't have a problem with it, but essentially it's the same alpha. I mean, it's not the same alpha. There are different personalities. So. There different. is definitely different personalities. This this feels similar to like in the comics or what we've seen in the show where it's outright a different alpha unit uh, because they do have different personalities, different voices, things like that. I hated the design of this alpha when I first saw it, and I did not like it really in the movie. There's just something weird about his little like pudgy belly and then like his weird head eyes thing um but it's just watching the montages and the bill hater voice all that stuff is infinitely funny to me like when he's razzling the the putties and stuff and he's like see it's easy like there's just something about that sort of stuff where i was just like i've never seen a sidekick character that was genuinely funny like that or that actually got like their hands dirty with some of these things or actually like trained or tried to train rangers i don't know that's it's it just seemed like something that was unique uh definitely for that movie but also for the franchise up to that point so that was my and it's also bill Hader, which i think that's i i i do think that he did Alpha is great in the 2017 movie. There's no question about it. I do love him. Like, I I think he is funny and kind of oblivious in a different way than the show, for sure. So I'll I'll allow it. I think he's less human, like, than Alpha 5 in the show. Like, clearly, for, for obvious reasons, like, he's aware of different things. But I think he's, yeah, I think you're right. Like, he's he's oblivious for different reasons. But it's he seems much more like that automaton sort of thing where it's just like, why? I don't get it. That doesn't make sense. I have an alpha movie figure right next to me. Actually, he's right on the shelf right next to me over here. I'm staring at him while you see poorly painted gray plastic. That's like 90 percent of his body. That has no detail. It's the one that's supposed to be the motion activated one that like talks or whatever. It'll talk to you or something like that. I just never activated it. I got it when Toys R Us was going out of business. Um, I'll, I'll allow it. He's good. Um, I'm going to give you mine. Uh, and that is Miss Ms. Angela Fairweather from Power Rangers. Lightspeed Ms. Angela Fairweather. Ms. Angela Fairweather. She gives you the vapors. Um, I... Uh, even though Lightspeed Rescue o- overall is not one of my favorite seasons, I don't I don't hate it or anything like that. I just one of my things I love about Power Rangers is their secret identities. So the fact that this season was one where it was just like public identities that kind of always was like weird. I respect it very much, though, for being a show that was like, what if they're like a military funded thing or whatever? Like, you know, getting out there, trying something new and different. I think Carter is great after all these years, you know, some of them in the beginning, I was like, oh, I don't love these people. But you know, as, as time has gone on, I'm like, no, I like, I like all the power Rangers from this season. Like, and I, I do like the titanium Ranger and his name's Ryan. So obviously, you know, first American made power Ranger and we share the same name. Um, but I, I, I remember thinking because this this was the follow up to um, Lost Galaxy, right? And Lost Galaxy right yeah lost galaxy lost galaxy had ended 
uh, on such a great note. It was so good. And then Lightspeed Rescue started. And Lightspeed Rescue kind of did that same thing that when Lost Galaxy started after In Space, where so much of the beginning of it was um, sourced material footage. It, it was, there weren't a, a ton of American footage in it. And so I, Maybe it was like, it felt like a little cheaper to me when they do that. It felt like, it feels like they cheap out on it a little bit for that. And it also was very just like, do, 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 kind of like just cheesy in the beginning. But then it got much more, a little more serious. I just, I definitely lean toward the more serious stuff I think I like. But, um, but there's no question that she deserves to be on this, this, I think, because she, she basically, uh, I mean, she created the Ranger technology. She created the morphers, the Zords, the weaponry, the the excuse me, the weapons, the vehicles. Um, which uh, she like did the Titanium Rangers morpher. Her her like brother, I guess, made the battle booster armor for Joel and Chad. I I don't remember that story. I remember when they get it. I just didn't know that her brother made it, but. Um, you know, she basically in the end saves so many people's lives on the aqua base and all that sort of stuff. And I'm just like, she was good. She was good. And then she's like, yeah, I'm going to marry one of these power Rangers too. And then she, her and Joel, like in the power Rangers series, how many power Rangers end up together? You have, you have Tommy and cat right in fandom, but like in the show's actual thing, well, I guess Tommy and cat are technically got her on the show too, but in a weird like, in, flash forward we see them on their honeymoon like fairweather and joel like they are going on their honeymoon when the lightspeed rescue rangers are going to team up with the time force rangers and that's where i'm like oh that's great like i i love that you know interesting well in, did you want wait, wait, i mean how do you feel about lightspeed rescue uh <laughs> i was thinking when you were talking about Zeo being like, I feel like this is an underlit show. For some reason, Lightspeed Rescue, I think of being filmed at night a lot of the time, but I think it's just because a lot of the American footage that I remember, like all the stuff that's in the base or the flashbacks with Ryan, like for some reason, that car scene is all super dark. And I was like, well, well it, was that, it took place at night. Yeah. That's hence why it was probably underlit. Um, I didn't remember the the marriage thing. Um, I mean, the base is dark too. It happens in the last episode. He asks her out on a date, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I wanted to go out on a date with you too." Oh, uh, Rhino. Um, dates don't necessarily mean you're married. They are. He says in the team up episode, <laughs> "We're about to go on our honeymoon," and he isn't going to help the time force power rangers and she's like you gotta go buddy so she's in the episode for like two seconds do you think that it's in because uh was it lost galaxy was before this one Mm -hmm. uh they had no mentor or sidekicks is that correct lost galaxy didn't i can't think of any like i the I mean, people could try and argue that the uh, commander of Terra Venture was like a mentor, but he wasn't really a mentor. He's not in it enough to really be a mentor to them. And at that moment, he would only be a mentor to Kai. He wouldn't be a mentor or Mike even. He wouldn't be a mentor to really the rest of them. But um, they, so, yeah, they I were they were like, like on their own. No, well, they didn't have a mentor, but Alpha and Decca are both in it. So they had friends, I guess. But were they in it a ton? Like, I feel like Zordon Alpha and Decca. Yeah, their ba- their base was the mega ship. It was the Astro mega ship. Okay. Well, I was just wondering Remember if like they the, steal it. The Fairweather stuff was more prominent, or like at least more recognizable, just because you come from a season without that much of a focus on the sidekicks. I don't know. Well, you didn't have somebody creating stuff for them. The Lost Galaxy, they're discovering the stuff. They're finding the stuff because they use like that book they oh, found wow. and they they were kind of like, you know, yeah, and it's it's it was a stowaway adventure. They were the two two of the Rangers are stowaways, you know? So it's like uncharted territory. And I I started rewatching that um Lost Galaxy recently, actually, because I was like, I wanna well, that was all on Netflix, but I mean I have the DVD, but um I'm like six or seven episodes into it. And I'm like, yeah, this is interesting. I, 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 the, my thing with lost galaxy is I, I like the second half way better than the first half, but that's where they were really like, let's try harder. Let's do more stories. That, like 
they leaned away from the source material footage, I feel like in the second mm-hmm. season, but um, I think so that's why I, like I yeah. Lightspeed Rescue if for nothing else than the American Ranger stuff. I don't know. I, I really like the Titanium Ranger design. Well, that's I do like the Titanium Ranger with the design that they can't remember how they did it or to get it right again. Yeah, I know, because I, I bought that figure from the Megaforce line like what, two months ago? And I was like, this is close enough, I guess. Is the I'm mask sure on the outside or the inside of his visor? Uh, hmm. That's the problem. It's the breathing the breathing apparatus is on the outside of his visor in the uh in the Megaforce team up. And you're like, what? That's inside of their mask. They're supposed to be wearing those in the in the helmet. Well, just like- remember remember Lightspeed Rescue, the visors came down. Are you saying someone who doesn't know how to wear a mask that you have to worry about? I mean, if Power Rangers <laughs> has taught us anything. All right, you said you had an honorable mention, right? Uh, yeah. So I have Circuit on here, and I only have. Oh my Circuit. god, he's my honorable mention too. Okay, I just really like the aesthetic of Circuit. Um, if ever Hasbro wants to be like, if ever they're going to do a Haslab thing for Power Rangers, I hope to God it's a Circuit because I know they'll never make it for like the regular toy. I want life-size circuit and i want him to be able to flap his wings and turn his head and light up mm-hmm. or like That's even one of those like similar like droid depot things like give me a 50 dollar like baby yoda style thing with circuit Small. i mean he's not that big <laughs> he's probably about the size of that weird animatronic baby yoda i have uh no uh you are mistaken then you do not remember correctly circuit is a lot bigger than that Either way, he reminds me of the the owl from Clash of the Titans, like the original one. So that's always why I liked him in the show. I was like, he's like that robot from that boring movie my dad made me watch. The best. Um, I I there's something I just love. I love Circuit's like voice. I love his. I don't know. I I just love his. I love when he like flies. I don't know. There's just something pure and innocent about him that I just I really enjoy and. I, I like that he's like their databank guy or whatever. I I think you need to look at Cir- Circuit's like two and a half feet tall. Well, they only have the one picture on the Ranger Wiki. So I'm just like in in comparison to anything else, I'm like, nice, pretty small. Yeah. Um so there is um there's a, a, you remember Javier who was on the show he has a friend yeah. um who I've met a couple times and and she dresses up like Trip and she's got like a circuit that she carries around with her and it it's about the size of what you're you were describing um and I've been like where did you get this and uh I I think she had it like somebody on Etsy made it for her or something like that he's not electronic or anything like that but it was still it was still one of those things where I was like, God, I really want a circuit. Like everybody's 3d printing now. Can they just like, can we just get that? You, uh, a circuit. I mean, I know, he, I know he won't work or anything like that, but I, I just, I, I just sent you a photo of circuit just so you know, too, just so you I can, just got that you can check. He's, he's next to trip. Um, but, uh, I just, I just, I would love one that maybe it was like an Alexa. <laughs> like I you could remember. maybe, yeah, he's bit. I tell you, like he. Well, the whole thing was like he's uh, trips backpack that he's always wearing. Like he would be in the backpack technically sometimes, but I was like, I had trips backpack, and he would not fit in that backpack. So that's what I was like. Uh, yeah, he's, he's small. It fits in a backpack. I mean that the backpack's pretty big. That's the, that's why I'm like, no. Nah. Um, but no, I you know there's you know I love. I love time force. And so it's one of those where I was just like, I don't know. I just want, I want something ridiculous like circuit because he doesn't really do anything. Right. He doesn't really, he's not like, he doesn't transform into anything. He's not a weapon. He's just kind of their computer system where they're like, Hey, do you know this or whatever? He's just like, they're he's, he's even for an owl. He's not super wise, but he just, (laughs) he's their like communicator guy. And I, I don't know. He's just such a little sweet, sweet little guy. I just want, I I want to, I want him to come live with me. You just have him on a shelf all the time. Just be like, Circuit, what's God like? Like I said, I want I want to be able to put an Amazon Alexa or a Google Home or something inside of you him. You hate to be like, your Alexa. Circuit. 
I know, but it might be, I might like it better if it's in the body of an owl. You're just like, I hate you, but I also love you. I love you, sir. Um, I mean, I want one of these, I want a power Rangers, uh, time force, uh, the, the time force uniform, the, they're, they're like white outfits. I, I made one when I was, uh, when I was in high school, we like tried to sew them together and they came apart fairly quickly. Cause none of it's us like, were really good sewers, but imagine you buying like white trash bags and you're like, yep, I'm going to be just like them. Give me the electric no, make some belts. We used- we used uh, sweatpants, white sweatpants and white hoodies to do it. And then like D took the hoodies out and everything like that. And it, it looks like the photos we have of it look really good of it. But it was one of those where you're like, the closer you get, the more you see the seams are just coming apart. So um, we're going to stand down here at the end of the street. Take a picture of us. Don't get any closer. Don't come closer, mom. Don't come any closer. Do you want me to focus, uh, Ryan? No. <laughs> no, just use the Polaroid. Um... That's uh that's it. That's all I have. That's yeah, I mean I give you my those are my favorites. Those are my favorites. Like they're the ones I think of right off the top of my head. I'm sure later I'm gonna be like, I can't believe I didn't mention well, this. And person. We, we talked a little bit before this, like they there are a couple seasons where like they didn't have sidekicks really, like it was primarily focused on the Rangers and their mentor. Um and then it was like when Megaforce came back, they they kinda like they have Tetsu Tetsu Tensu. Um, I was like, oh, oh God, nothing. talk about a just um, but and that one was like gross because I was like, he's like weird CGI thing. Um, and, and he I doesn't hate, have any arms. I hate Ghost A. Uh, yeah. So like when we get my to- mentor Zordon left me here for when? When? Like, when did he leave you there? Ten thousand years ago? Why he left you here? <laughs> what you yeah. can't can't move you. You don't have any. <laughs> he arms never spoke to you again. He never, he died and never spoke of you. He reminds me of, uh, when I used to live in Syracuse, they had a, a thing at the giant mall there, the Kahunaville, which is like, had these giant, like tiki faces that would talk to people that would walk by and you like yell at kids. Like they have the same thing at universal, like the little like fountain thing, but they had giant ones and Gose looks exactly like those just painted. So I'm just always, when we talk about Megaforce, I'm just like, man, they have this stupid tiki. Like, you know what I was thinking about randomly just now? Not randomly. I'm looking at it right now. Um, is like Bulk and Skull were so involved into the storyline they had their own mentor. <laughs> like Bulk and Skull were like ha- basically had their very own storyline, independent of the Power Rangers at one point, to which they got their own mentor that was then a character on the show, like Lieutenant Stone. What? We don't ever talk about that because I was. I was just thinking about how much I liked Adele who was, who ran the surf spot in, in space that she, you know, she wasn't in it. Not just regular Adele. Yeah. Just Adele, the singer, but, um, but that she, you know, she's, I mean, she's in like 18 episodes, it says, but, um, I, I was thinking about her and then it said that she took over Lieutenant stone because I forgot Lieutenant stone owned was running the juice bar in turbo. And that dude monkey. lost a lot of jobs. I mean, yeah, he went from. He's con- a but that's the mentor. other part, too, where you were like, he was not related to the Power Rangers whatsoever, other than through Bulk and Skull, but he's on this show somehow, right? Well, I guess, like, that's, that's so weird. The, you think about the ghosts and, like, the, not the ghosts, but, like, the monsters in Beetleborgs. It's like, they're not related at all, aside from just being, like, tangentially related yeah. to Flabber. Well, it's like the kids had this one out of this one crazy life changing experience where they discover like monsters are real. And then immediately afterwards, they're like, oh, so are superheroes and other stuff. And you're like, what happened next week? You know, like they're like, no, we keep going back to this house where the monsters definitely want to kill us. Every time they keep trying to eat us every week. One of the plot points. They're like, yeah, but our our one friend out of the six dangerous things lives here. Can we just meet outside your house? Because I <laughs> no. Could we have wished you out of your house? It's fine. It's fine. They're just wasteful. Well, those are our those are our ally or not allies. Those are our sidekicks. Our, our our top 
not yeah i am a power ranger i don't know about you but um those are the those are our top three power rangers uh sidekicks that we those are our favorites you know so if we want to hear from you please let us know what your favorites are you can send us an email the some of you have sent emails and i like reading them and i respond to them and uh that is podcastrangers at gmail.com there's obviously the twitter too but not really super i check the twitter but i am not like posting from that twitter i need to get better about it so um i mean you can follow me on my personal twitter if you want which is rhino r-y-n-o-1-1-8-5 um and i will definitely respond to you on there and uh ken do you have social media i uh carry your pigeon mostly no mostly so if you're if you have any pigeons that have been location trained you know Maybe where to you send them receive them from the pigeon lady from home alone 2 lost in new york yeah. uh yeah. My budget for birdseed is killing me. Those and the turtle doves, my way. Turtle doves. Yeah. So, you know, let us know what, the, what, what your favorite sidekicks are. Let us know some uh, future discussion topics maybe you'd like to hear us talk about. We'd love to get some of that feedback on here, please. And thank you. Thank you, Ken, for uh, having this discussion with me. Hey, thanks for having me, but also me having you here. Yes. I'm glad we could have each other. Thanks. That was nice. Well, that's going to do it. We'll be back with another episode of Podcast Rangers. Bye, everybody.